Uh, this is Matthew Keeble. I'm with the Northern Miner, and we are still here in beautiful Dawson City, uh, having an absolutely fabulous time. The reception is going to be ramping up shortly, um, and we have a very exciting guest now. Um, <laughs> joining us in our booth is the Honorable Scott Kent, uh, Minister Responsible for Energy, Mines, and Resources, and Highways and Public Working with the Yukon Government. Uh, uh, Minister Kent, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you're enjoying your time in Dawson City. I'm a I'm a longtime Yukoner and have made several trips up here, and uh, each and every time it's uh, it's certainly a pleasure to come to the Klondike and, uh, and experience this, and and just to see this uh, this event grow to uh, to where it's become in in a few short years is also very rewarding. And, and interestingly, I mean, uh, there has been obviously everyone knows a downturn in mining over the last yeah. four or five years. It, it seems forever to some of us in the business. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, now things are sort of ramping up. You've had mm -hmm. a major come up here. You've um, the, the maybe the profile is sort of rising again mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean just anecdotally and 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 from your experiences have people is the phone ringing more yeah. or are you are you getting more interest in having more meetings uh, that kind of thing yeah yeah well you know i mean we, myself and uh, and other ministers the premier as well we've yeah. spent uh, we've, sp we've spent a considerable amount of time in toronto and vancouver yeah. in the in the boardrooms of uh, of some of the majors talking to them including of course uh, gold corp who yeah. uh, who recently acquired the uh, coffee project from kamenek yeah. and you know that that's a rewarding part for for us, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, it's not the the entire reason that they came, but yeah. uh, you know, I think they were appreciative of uh, of us coming and telling the Yukon story. I mean, you know, yeah. when uh, when times uh, were tough, uh, it uh, it's it's a story that uh, that we still wanted to get out there. You know. Uh, the resiliency of the of the companies that are active in the mining alliance and and others has been uh, has been fantastic. So you know we couldn't be more proud of uh, of how they've been able to hang on through some tough times. And you know we want to see some sustained growth here in the markets and yeah. uh, and some uh, some increased excitement. You know just just coming up here today talking to. Uh, to a couple of individuals in the service sector, you know, they're noticing a difference. Oh. So when they notice a difference, yeah. that's uh, that's where the you know the rubber hits the road or the boots are on the yeah. ground. So yeah. so we're seeing some positive, some move in a positive direction. I think that's fabulous, and I mean that's good for all of Canada, really. Like we've all um, coming up from Vancouver, yeah. this we're getting the same impressions um, on in BC as far as. Uh, the investment climate and stuff like that—it's—it's—it seems to be improving. So we're all crossing our fingers yeah. that this is—we're on a—we're on a, another run here for a while because those are always really fun times for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and so getting away a little bit from the you know the capital markets and the economy, mm -hmm. um, the, one of the things on everybody's lips these days is is social license and permitting um, and consultation. Mm -hmm. uh, we hear that a lot from Ottawa, uh, the new Trudeau Liberal government has made a huge point of of mentioning consultation in pretty mm -hmm. much every press release they put out. Um, so maybe from your point of view and, and speaking as as the member of, of the Yukon government, what sort of does that idea of consultation and social license and, and, and mean to you and, and the government? What's the sort of the, the strategy in the territory? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you, again, looking around the room here today and the companies that are represented, uh, they certainly understand it. Uh, mm -hmm. The engagement by uh, by all of these companies with uh, with the affected First Nations, mm -hmm. where they uh, where they operate, has been has been tremendous. I mean, you're looking at a company like Victoria Gold, for instance, mm -hmm. and uh, and the work they're doing with the Nacho Nayak Dunn uh, First Nation out of Mayo has been uh, has been significant. They have a comprehensive uh, benefits agreement that uh, that has been highlighted actually at National Energy uh, okay. and Mines Ministers uh, meetings as as a model and as uh, you know as one to uh, to look at. Uh, again, they they continue to make great strides with their First Nation. 
Kamenak, uh, of course, uh, uh, up until yesterday, the, the owner yeah. of the coffee project. Yeah. Uh, tremendous uh, relationship with uh, with the Trondekwitchen First Nation yeah. here in Dawson City. And, uh, you know, on and on it goes uh, along the line uh, with, uh, with the companies that are here and other companies that are active in the Yukon. Everyone recognizes... Uh, that uh, that you have to make those efforts to uh, to work with First Nations. Certainly, uh, the Yukon, uh, as the Premier mentioned earlier today, is uh, is uniquely positioned. We're really a trailblazer. We have 11 of the um, of the uh, final uh, self-governing uh, and land claim agreements, modern treaties in the in the country. So yeah. you know, 11 of our 14 First Nations have signed on to those and are self-governing. So you know, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's great to see that. I you know, I'm a as I mentioned, I've uh, I've been in the Yukon since uh, since I was four years old. Yeah. So to yeah. to watch uh, watch the uh, the Yukon grow up uh, as I've grown up here has been has been tremendous. And you know, there's uh, so many opportunities that uh, that we have here as a, as a territory. And uh, and uh, you know, as as uh, as again as the premier mentioned, uh, the road gets a little bumpy along the way sometimes, but. Uh, but uh, that's what happens when you're breaking trail sometimes. So, exactly. So yeah, we're yeah. we're excited about uh, about the opportunities that exist with uh, for Yukoners, for Yukon First Nations, and for industry when it comes to uh, to our territory. And, and we did touch on this a little bit. Um, I mean, anytime you have a change in power in Ottawa, obviously the provinces and territories, mm -hmm. it's an adjustment period, and yeah. you're working with the new government, and they do things differently. Um, so maybe for the for the voters and people who who aren't you know inside the dynamic yeah. or as familiar um how is it how's the adjustment been what's what's your initial impressions of the new liberal government mm -hmm. and um uh yeah just just some basic color on on uh, that relationship and how it's building because i know yeah. it's it's new right yeah, yeah, yeah. um absolutely yeah. i've uh, i've been to ottawa on a couple of occasions in early february we have our yukon days our annual uh event down there and this year we tried something different where we took representatives of the mining industry okay so we uh, you know not only were there political meetings between uh, elected officials from the Yukon and uh, and our Ottawa our federal counterparts but there was also uh, there was also opportunity for industry uh, reps to engage with um, with uh, with officials from Canada and uh, and others and you know even elected members as well on, on a number of issues that are important. So, you know, we found that very successful. In the past, it was strictly government to government, but mm -hmm. this time we took, uh, we took uh, industry reps. Uh, and so I was, uh, you know, as Energy Mines and Resources and Highways and Public Works, I sort of uh, helped, um, helped with, the, uh, with the mining industry side of things just to tell, tell our story to uh, decision makers in Ottawa, particularly those ones that, uh, that were new to their posts. New to the posts, yeah. And that's, that's so important for all the provincial governments and territorial governments is that's the adjustment we're talking talking about mm -hmm. right and 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 one of the things that's come up federally um is that they've announced this review of the environmental boards and reviews and they're they're looking very closely mm -hmm. at the processes we have across canada um for uh reviewing and approving industrial projects whether they be pipelines yeah. or mines or anything like that when, when you, you go and the premier and 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 you travel to ottawa and you speak with them what kind of message are you bringing about how you feel about the permitting process and, mm -hmm. and, and maybe some insight into how you might change it, want some changes or, or, or alter yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Well, our environmental assessment process, for instance, is, uh, is unique because as we, uh, as land claims were being negotiated there, you know, there was, uh, 
I think at the time by the by the decision makers they recognized that we could end up with in a you know in a true self-governing world here mm -hmm. you know as many as 16 uh, environmental assessment processes yeah. between Yukon governments and the federal governments and then the First Nations yeah. so so they came up with uh, with the Yukon Environmental and Socioeconomic Assessment Act mm -hmm. uh, it came into uh, into force and effect uh, in uh, in t in the early 2000s 2004 you know we've been working under that uh, one window assessment approach for a while yeah. so you know some of the some of the challenges have started to to uh, i guess not really you know there's been some some emerging uh, concerns with yeah. it but you know with those come opportunities to to take a look at uh, at how we do business uh, mm -hmm. you know we have a waters act as well that governs yeah. water use uh, in the in the territory and a, and a separate board for that as well so mm -hmm. you know we're engaged in discussions uh, everyone's at the table talking about uh, how we uh, how we can take a look at the roles and responsibilities we certainly don't want to compromise the environmental integrity and what uh, what they're there to do to provide advice but you know maybe if there's things that uh, that both boards or both processes are are doing that uh, that are redundant uh, we can put uh, more dollars uh, into where they're needed rather than into uh, into duplication or uh, or or overlapping roles and responsibilities so mm -hmm. you know that work is underway right now it's being led by energy mines and resources yeah. and uh, and uh, the conversations continue and uh, you know we're hopeful that uh, you know sometime in uh, <clears throat> in 2017 We'll, we'll be able to make some recommendations on potentially policy or regulatory changes that will uh, that will help uh, help uh, with that process and uh, and and streamlining it uh, again without compromising uh, what uh, the ultimate goal is, which is to respect and uh, and ensure there's environmental integrity. That's great, and I, I hear people in the background. I think the uh, they're uh, getting the Yukon uh, Brewing uh, Company's uh, fine product <laughs> coming out here now for us. Uh, um, that's good. So only uh, I won't keep you any, uh, too much yeah. longer, Minister. Just one more question here. Um, one of the other things um, that's come across, I believe the Premier mentioned earlier, was that there are some exciting infrastructure mm -hmm. projects, and that's another thing the Liberal government, new Liberal government has mentioned and really highlighted as a big part of their platform is, yeah. is infrastructure spending. Um, so maybe if you can give us some insight on, on what's going on in the Yukon um, and uh, what might be coming down the pike uh, in terms of, of some of that stuff coming out of Ottawa as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Premier touched on uh, on energy infrastructure and, and road infrastructure. So I'll, uh, I'm sort of the, the point guy on the road stuff through Highways and Public Works. Okay. So yeah. we've got a really exciting ask into Canada. Um, you know, uh, Devolution in 2003 gave us uh, management responsibility for our resources, yeah. but the ownership still largely lies with Ottawa. Yeah. So, you know, many of the benefits, the royalties and the taxation benefits and others uh, still flow to Ottawa. So, you know, we presented them with uh, with an investment opportunity is what we'd like to, uh, to refer to it as. We've got uh, two significant uh, mineral belts that require some uh, additional road infrastructure road, yeah. to get to, to get to our key trade corridors yeah. one is the Dawson range just uh, south of here to Carmax and yeah. and the other is the Nahani range which is in the uh, southeast Yukon so you know between industry and and the two levels of government we're looking at a, at a project uh, that will really be transformative we feel for the territory uh, you know uh, of national interest and and very significant in uh, in bringing our resources to uh, to market and and helping to de-risk many of the projects that are located 
along there. So, you know, that was, again, one of the things that we highlighted in Ottawa in February. Uh, again, I went back in June. We've had a, we've had a good response from, uh, from decision makers in Ottawa as well as officials in Ottawa. And, you know, this is my, again, my opportunity to, to thank the, the new federal government uh, as well. Um, you know, they've, uh, they've recognized that this is, uh, is an opportunity. We certainly want to make sure that our, our First Nation partners are, uh, are there with us uh, as, as, we, uh, as we move forward. Uh, you know, we're, we'd be looking for an agreement in principle and then project agreements yeah. with the affected First Nations. And, yeah. and you know, I think we'll get there. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, not since the 60s, uh, the old roads <laughs> to resources that yeah. really opened up our territory um, as far as uh, access and natural resources. Have we, have we really been talking about an investment of this significance? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we always hear again about the infrastructure deficit in northern Canada, and this will, uh, you know, while we're while we're in better shape, I think, than our uh, than our two eastern neighbors, uh, mm -hmm. and even our western neighbor in Alaska, mm -hmm. we we still feel that uh, making these investments are are good for the country, and that's why we continue to push uh, to push uh, forward with Canada on them. Yeah, and I'm uh, Matthew Keeble with the Northern Miner. We've had the pleasure today of talking with the Honorable Scott Kent, Minister Responsible for Energy, Mines and Resources and Highways and Public Works in the Yukon government. Uh, Minister, thanks again so much for joining us. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I hope you enjoy the you know, the rest of your time in the Yukon, and we'll look forward to hopefully seeing you back here next year. Perfect.